0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Price to Sell podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Campoli, and today we have another very exciting episode for you. A lot of you may know who the guest is, and if you don't, you will very soon. But we have the one and only Mr. Adam Stern. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me, Matt. Pleasure, man. Pleasure is mine. Um, let's, uh, for those that don't know you, let's give him a little brief, uh, brief background into everything you've done so far in this industry. Uh, in the industry? So I got, I've I've been in the
1: business like almost 17 years. Yeah. Um, Started young. Um, It actually, it actually started as a fluke. I had my own business when I was 16 years old. Yeah, I saw that. And I sold it. And I, it was an interesting time. You're like 2021, you have money, but for like a 20 year old, you don't really have money for an adult. Yeah. But you have no career, no job, no nothing. Yeah. A little bit lost and like a bunch of people just like, oh, you should go get your real estate license. And so I did that, and I was really, really fortunate. I joined uh, one of the first Canadian independent brokers, and so I credit a lot to him because I was trained like really, really old school. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I was that guy that, have, that that was crying in sales meetings before. Like he, he made me cry. I cried too. <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and so I-, I just thought that what I was getting. Um, you know, when you're 22 and you're yeah. in the you're young, right? But you started. How old were you? I was 25. When you're 22, you don't have like people in your network that are buying and selling real estate. I I know guys that age right now and
0: they're all like, Matt, what can I do? Right?
1: Yeah. So, you know, you don't really know what to do. I just wanted to really, really learn. um, And I got a lot from them. And then, uh, you know, I spent a whole bunch of money, like training, doing all this training, going on all these seminars. And I was really fascinated by the business. And what fascinated me the most was... Um, what I would, what I was learning was learning how to build my business through like for sale by owners. Yes. Okay. These were people who had homes for sale, mm-hmm. um, and not an, and didn't have an agent. So why, why wouldn't I speak with them? Of course. And so, uh, I, I did that for a few years. I had, I had relative success for, for my age as a salesperson, but the business really fascinated me and I came from a business background, not yeah. just sales And all you hear, you notice like even today you hear like all the sales seminars go like, you know, if you treat it like a job, you know, it's not good. But if you treat it like a business and I was like, but, but is this really a business? Yeah. Um, and then I got really into the data side of things where I was like, why are so many agents failing? Are they all that bad? Mm -hmm. Like, or is maybe the system a little broken? Anyways, I was young and maybe a little naive to some stuff. Well, I mean, to have that thought process at that age, very good. Yeah, I I don't know. I just thought it was kind of an interesting business, uh, and I was always like the young, like, "Oh, you're so young, you're so young," and I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I actually didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start a, a mentorship program, and uh, I always remember this because I I took this I created this program. I took it to the to the guy who trained me, mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, I want I want to do this in the brokerage, and I want to do this this this." And he's like. Adam, you know, the wheel, it's always going to be a wheel. It's never going to be a square. Can reinvent it. Can reinvent it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I actually get motivated when someone tells me you can't do it. In the same way. And I actually need it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I need it in my life. Right. Yeah. If you don't have it, it's just like, and that's actually been a theme of mine, right? Like yeah. people have always told me, no, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is silly. What are you going to do? Train agents. So I took it to the biggest uh, Royal page in Canada. And uh and I remember she hired me and then right after she hired me, she was like, Hey, have you have you ever trained an agent before? I was like, um No. I <laughs> actually never trained yeah. an agent. She's like, So how do you know it's gonna work? Yeah. Anyways, long story short, it it started be it's it the program actually took off and was wildly successful. And <clears throat> I reflect on it all the time because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. The principles behind the program were If you ever walk into a room of 2,000 agents, 1,000 agents, which I've done before, Mm -hmm. and ask the crowd, who here is bad at sales? Like, no one's going to pick up their hand. Yeah. Um, So there's 1,000 agents there, and you can ask them, like, who here is good at sales? And everyone picks up their hand. Of course. course. But what's super interesting to me about our industry, and not to trash our own industry, um, I'll use a, a sports analogy, right? Like, imagine LeBron James who's you know a pro basketball player one of the best in the world took like six free throws a year as practice yeah he probably wouldn't be as good 100 percent. in our industry we don't practice sales
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like you walk into mcdonald's you say hi i'd like a big mac combo someone's gonna say would you like fries with that yeah in our industry when someone's like hey if i buy with you uh will you give me a kickback we go oh, oh oh my god let me let me call adam i don't know what to,
0: yeah yeah because you've yeah.
1: never practiced but that's our industry yeah it's just filled with objection handlers of all the time. Yes. And so I came up with this simple thing if an agent has value, control, and confidence, they're mm-hmm. unstoppable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in our industry, think about it. How hard is it to con- be in control? You, you're with a client, the mother, the uncle, the. Yeah. Uh, my, j- there's so much stuff to. Rem- heart, it's hard to remain in control. And so mine was built off for new agents, and I used to train about 250, 300 new agents a year. Wow. knowing knowing that my failure rate would be at least 80%. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea what I was doing. None. How old are you at this time? I'm 38. No, no. At, 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 at that, that time. time, I was 26,
0: still, 27. Right? So
1: yeah. And I had no idea. And I, I know, like, I remember people would come up to me and they're like, hi, um, I'm here to see Adam. And I'd be like, oh, I'm Adam. And they'd be like, what? Yeah. And I would just, like, know that objection. I'd just be, no, 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 I just look good for 65. Come sit down. It's just, (laughs) you know, I would just do some things like that to break it up. But it's generally an older uh, business, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just, uh, that's just how I've thrived throughout my career. I I, I like to push the envelope. I like to, uh, we're in a traditional business. And uh, I thrive when people are like, Adam, that won't work. You know, like, it's not going to work. And you're not always right. I'm wrong a lot, for sure, but that's the type of stuff that gets uh that gets me going in the industry so my fancy stats are uh which i like just about me is you know i've trained almost four thousand agents yeah which is huge i've managed um just over 10 billion dollars of sales Mm -hmm. 16 different offices um and so my 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 um perspective of the business is uh is is different right yeah but i always tell agents i have the easy job i'm the guy that says do the push-ups i don't yeah. Do 20, do yeah. 50. I mean, it's the easier part, Yeah, but because I'm not emotionally attached, I think it, it gives me, a um, an advantage to help realtors and guide them because it's an emotional
0: business. Right. Definitely. And, uh,
1: and so, yeah, that's, that's me.
0: Yeah. Well, you've built up a huge credibility for yourself. Thank you. Great reputation. Thank you. Thank you. you know, like I say, I my Marina, my girlfriend always talks very highly of you. <laughs> so thank you. thank you. Shout out Marina. Shout out Marina. But, but um, so you you became you you transitioned to a manager role, right?
1: Yeah, I was uh, 27. I was the youngest manager on the Toronto real estate board at the yeah. time. My, my thought process there was: <clears throat> it's funny. While while we're doing this, I want uh, my my program was um, no no one knew what social media was. Yeah, uh, and it was back when Facebook still had you had to have a university address to get on it. Okay, and they were just breaking that. They were just coming out of that, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know what? Um, we talk about working with our database all the time. There's going to be a time where our whole database is on our phone. Yeah. And so, um, how do we speak to as many people possible on our phone? Right. Um, and that was what drove that on my, on my career side. I was like, all these, all my friends are getting their license. No one's doing this. And, uh, trust me when I tell you, it was not a lucrative thing to do. Yeah. like managing was not a lucrative thing to do. I was like, you know what? If I do this for a few years, um, brokerages will start expanding, um, but no one will really have a specialty in running them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the most natural evolution for a broker is an agent does really well uh, over a number of years and then they just go, you know what? I'm going to open up my own brokerage. Yeah, 75% of them are not profitable. Interesting. Uh, and the reason for that is because they could be a really good salesperson, yeah. but they might not be a great broker owner yeah right um, I actually worked and tr- you know and I, I worked the broker business mm-hmm. and, and came up through that and I thought that would give me an advantage at some point in my career um, but that was really what I was trying to do and I was doing it on social media so the funny thing was when I was offered a management position I was like well why would I do that I just made a lot more money doing what I was doing before and uh, actually have to credit I have to credit she's like well no one's doing it and I thought, Oh my God, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leverage this on, on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I just put out that like, I'm doing all this stuff. And, uh, and it was interesting. Cause it was like, you come off like, you're like this like teacher or I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it is. But it's, but you, you're, you're really not in a lucrative position. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle. Trust me. It was like, yeah. I used to wake up like every four, three, four weeks and be like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like. I'm dealing with agent problems. That's yeah. like they call me when there's Therapist. a problem. Yeah, like yeah. They don't call me when there's things. No one calls me when they're like, oh, my God, things are great. They call yeah. me when like shit's not going well. Yeah. So it was tough. But I did know and I did I, I did think even back then that the brokerage business is going to really change eventually one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and no one, no one was doing that at the time. right? Yeah. And so that was just really kind of what I was focused on.
0: Yeah. Well it seems like you're just steps ahead. And you've been and you still are. My partner would say I'm the dreamer. Like <laughs> nice. I, I, I need those
1: though. I, I uh I definitely live in the future. Like yeah. and that's my challenge. Just per- personally I I try to be like, Okay, well we're not there yet. Let's focus on yeah, today a little we'll bit. But I do it's... definitely dream and think about uh the future a lot and think about what will what will happen and what will change and you're right maybe ten percent of the time, but yeah. That's that's kind of how my brain works. Well,
0: it needs to work that way because we're, <laughs> everything's so fast-paced right now. The way things are just evolving, moving. Yeah. you know,
1: I, I actually do think, though, our industry moves slow. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because we're a traditional business. And yes. A lot of resistance to change. For sure. Um, yeah. You know, we were talking about another company just before we started this podcast. And I always, you know, people will tell me like, oh, you know, it's this, it's that. But it's really just new. And anything new is usually... Um, I'll tell you quick, sir, when we launched just a segue, when we launched rare, one of my, uh, like a close friend and agent who's worked with me for a long time, um, he, he told me like, this won't work, right? Because what you're doing and this and that. And usually when someone tells me that I actually feel like, okay, I'm probably onto something because
0: I'm the same way. so funny. Right. Yeah.
1: Because if they, if they think it's that crazy. Um, it's just because it's new and when people see and hear new things, they're inclined to, uh, talk down about it until they understand it. Yeah. And so I don't take offense to it It actually motivates me, but it's not a motivation to like, um, go get them. Yeah. Um, it's a motivation to like, just say like, like, I know I'm going to do this. Yeah. It could take me a little bit longer than I want, but, um. If these people are saying it won't work, it's probably for a reason. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I go in a room with a hundred people and a hundred people said, you're crazy, I might think maybe I am, but there's always that one person <laughs> that's going to have your back though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that w- that's basically my <coughs> kind of trajectory in the business. I took a weird route. Um, very niched, right? Yes. Um, but, uh the truth is I make fun of it all the time. And I used to tell Marina, Marina would call me and she'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I actually do enjoy it. Right. Yeah. I, I actually do enjoy it. I, it's tough to deal with other people's managing people. is one of the toughest things to do because everyone's emotional for sure, but I actually do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's been my kind of career and uh, it, it leveraged into owning a brokerage um, that had multiple locations and, uh, just a, a while ago we sold that brokerage and, uh, and then
0: here we are launching this rare and, yeah. uh, seems like a very rare <laughs> opportunity to be a part of, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, you guys are killing it with your branding. Thank you. First thing I noticed, I know we talked about that earlier, but instantly I got that vibe Yeah, and you guys excel with that. Your whole model, everyone that's joined, you know what I mean? Well, you we, guys well, got a solid squad. Yeah. Uh, w- when we started the business, we, we
1: did like a five-year underwriting kind of business model. And, uh, we, we started really on a flight. We, we didn't really have plans to start this. Um, it kind of all happened so fast. And, uh, and, and then once we did, once we did, we, (laughs) we underwrote like a model where we, we, we presumed we'd have 36 agents, Mm -hmm. uh, after 12 months of the business, we thought, look, we're, we're going after higher end producers. Yeah. Um, we, we established a, we won't hire new agents policy. Um, just with, with rare, with rare. Yep. Um, and so we thought, you know, 35, 36 agents at the end of 12 months, that would be great. Uh, we launched rare in September, uh, the resale side. Yep. We have two sides of our business and the resale side. We launched rare, uh, in September and you know, we're pretty close to 50 agents and we've been, it's like been four or five months. Yeah, so incredible. it is humbling because yeah. we did think like, you know. Even if we thought our brand was great, it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what the, uh, the public thinks. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think our model is, um, very, I hate to use this word because everyone uses this word, Yeah. but it's super disruptive. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of kept it quiet cause we want to make sure our operation is, we, we would never want to sacrifice our operation. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we broke business rule 101 where we actually stopped our own growth at the end of November which you should never ever do in a business um, ju- just because we wanted to make sure that our agents are not going to lose that service Fair. Uh, which was really for someone like me. That's super hard to, yeah. Yeah. To do so just like I like to grow. Yeah. We just stopped. We rejected people for the time being. Yep. Yeah. Nice. We, we stopped taking on agents for a month um, just to make sure we we have a whole tech platform that had some bugs and we mm-hmm. wanted to make sure it was uh, which working. Is important. Super important. Yeah. Uh, an old mentor of mine who's still in the business, um, Actually, I'll shout him out. Howard Drewcash, who owned founded Right At Home. Okay. He used to always tell me, Your operations can set you back years. And this was even before Rare. And uh he experienced that in his company. Uh now I would say they're maybe one of the best operating companies. And uh he always I always have that in the back of my head. Yeah. Um so we we took that seriously in December and uh and anyways, yeah, so it's, it's been cool. Our, our model is super disruptive because it, it, in, in the simplistic form. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk in, in the most simplistic form without getting into details.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Top producing agents typically pay the most and get the least. Yeah. Okay. And before we get into this, I do want to say that, um, we work with some of, the, uh, rare has a, a pre-construction business. Um, we're actually bringing uh, over $2 billion to the market just in the next three months, which is crazy, uh, which is insane. Um, we work with some of these broker owners Mm -hmm. aside from these amazing people, um, that own these brokerages, run these brokerages, the platform of brokerages to me are, are almost nil. There's, there's almost no value here. Yeah. Um, a lot of companies say they're, you know, we're full service. We offer mentorship, we offer training, we offer guidance, we offer support, we have marketing, we have this, the value proposition has really dwindled down to none. And so top producers typically pay the most and get the least. And not to sound rude, but it's almost accepted in our industry. Like, if you meet a top producer and ask them, what do you get from the brokers? Nothing, but, you know, Jimmy's the best. And yeah. I love Jimmy, and I've worked with Jimmy for 15 years. Yeah. You know, and I'm a numbers guy, and I just try to add up. You know, if you take someone who makes X dollars, what they pay, multiply that at 10, 15 years, it's usually seven figures yeah. um, that they're giving their broker. Payback, eh? Crazy. And so in its most simplistic form, mm. we're inverted. So your top producers at rare essentially are ambassadors of rare and they're aligned with our growth. Um, our thesis is that people will join rare, not for us, but for the agents that are on rare, um, and they're financially aligned to grow. And so in theory, um, these agents will actually make money for being at rare rather than pay money being at rare and. When you tell this to a typical uh, broker, and trust me, I've had many conversations, they don't understand it. They don't understand. Um, actually, one of the first questions is how do you guys make money? Um, but if you think about it, and this goes back to my training, like uh, when I worked for Royal LePage for mm-hmm. 11 years, I was part of that company, amazing company, um, Canadian owned. I was really proud of that company. Uh, to be part of it and you'd have agents new that would be like, Hey, I want to join because of, of this, you know, fast forward one year, they're removing all their branding yeah, and they want their own. Yeah. And so it made me think like, you know, they're joining for this brand and then removing all of it. Yeah. Something's not right. It's true. And if you talk to some top producers at like even boutique brands, yeah. um, which I actually worked at one also before I owned one, I, I worked at a, one of the actually the biggest boutique brand. Um, You'd have, oh, I'm here for the brand. But every two, three months, they're in that owner's office saying, you know, I want to do my own marketing. Can I put my... Yeah. And so something's not, not right it's, it's, here.
0: It's, it's like that. It's always happening. Yeah. It's like, always the case. Think about,
1: like, if we yeah. get outside of real estate, if I were like, you know, whatever, some brand, mm-hmm. um, and I'm promoting it, like on Instagram, I'm probably getting paid. Yeah. In our industry, we promote our brokerage band and pay.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the opposite. It's backwards there's nowhere that works in mm-hmm. any industry yeah
1: um and i thought that there was opportunity um i thought there's opportunity with that another company um which we've t- we've t- talked about came and proved that that works mm-hmm. uh, and so our, our we have two lines at rare that we use um one shit can get crazy real quick at rare um what what's happening to us is not i mean it's amazing we're, we're super happy and thrilled about it but We didn't expect the growth we had, which means what we are doing is working. Yeah. Um, and the second thing that, that we always, that we always say was, uh, you know, what, what worked before might not necessarily be the way of the future. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we say old principles, new tactics.
0: Yeah. The
1: principles in this business will never change. Yes.
0: Foundation. I agree. It's
1: old school. It's been this way. Um, the tactics on how to like, for example, I was trained, like call my database yeah same right like Mm -hmm. call them i mean we have a phone we can message them if we want we're still speaking to them i don't know how you like some people like to call some people like to text but i could in theory be on the couch not dressed and speak to 100 people exactly that wasn't the case 20 years ago 15 Mm -hmm. years ago so our saying is apple didn't create the cell phone they just made a really good one yeah and uh i don't know if we're necessarily creating uh, anything, um, but we are packaging a bunch of things differently that I think has really created an actual value proposition. Yeah. Besides me, I'd love agents to join for me, but that's not why we're doing rare. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, that's kind of rare.
0: No, I think it, no, it's it's super cool because I've I've learned a little bit about it and uh, it does. A lot of people will not think that way just because they're just so tunnel vision with hundred percent the way things are. Hundred percent. So unless someone actually learns a bit about it. Um, I feel like they 'd be surprised as oh I have this why is not this this an up and around before yep. you know yeah uh super interesting, definitely think it's a way of the future, yeah, and you guys are aligning with that thank you so super cool um I do want to get into some because you obviously come with a ton of value a lot of audiences, newer agents, sure people get into the business, so just some twenty twenty two some tips for agents to you know um surpass the average, sure.
1: Um, well, for, first of all, I'm by no—I I don't have—I wish I had all the answers, but uh, I actually think about this all the time because my foundation is training new agents. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an interesting view. If you scroll um, my feed, yeah, like probably like your feed, I, I'm probably seventy percent realtors. Yeah, same. And so, <clears throat> um, I, I could tell you. It's a sh- look, I'm not trashing our industry, it's a sheep industry. If yeah. one person does something everyone else wants wants to follow, my advice is do something different, you yes. know? Um, I, I tell this story, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll share this story with you, and I've shared it with all my realtors. Uh, eight, seven, eight, nine, maybe nine years ago, I, I took, um, I was new to management, and I took my commercial team for dinner. And my commercial team consisted of four agents. It's not like a big commercial team right Yeah. And I always remember I took a picture of a steak and I put it up on Instagram, like actually a post. This is a long time ago. Yeah. And I was like, congratulations to my commercial team on an amazing, whatever year it was, Mm -hmm. um, can't wait for the next year. It was some, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, one, one of like my really close friends who I've known for a very long time sends me a message and goes, Hey bro, didn't know you do commercial. You know yeah and I was like here here we are spending all this time and effort and money like branding ourselves yeah I had thought it was pretty obvious what I do I I've spent a career trying to be in this like management you know commercial residential brokerage business guy yeah and like one of my best friends like hey bro didn't know commercial long yeah. story short it was a double end of a 4.8 million dollar deal from a stake right yeah So I tell my agents this story, and I say, if stake got me double-ended $4.8 million deal every day, Mm -hmm. I would just post stake every day. But it's not the stake that that started that. Um, It was the messaging, right? Fast forward today, um, if I were to take a picture of us here, you know, maybe I get X likes, and if I throw up my five-year-old, trust me, I get way more. Yeah but everyone saw it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's not really about the likes. It's not, I, I always tell this line that I love facts, tell stories, sell. And mm-hmm. so agents need to tell a compelling story. Yes. Um, and my, my advice for new agents is to, uh, push the envelope. Don't, don't go on Matt Kempoli's wall and copy it. Cause that works for Matt. Yeah. It might not work for Jimmy out there. Who's like, you know, like, yeah, you don't need to, to, to do that. Um, you could try and it might work. Um, but you could be different. And I do think, uh, I think the industry is filled with tons of, um, copying. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. It's, it's, it's part of the the business, but if I'm new today, Mm -hmm. um, I want to learn from agents, but I also want to think of my own angle and I want to think of the story of why people should work with me. Definitely. Um, my, my number one thing to ask agents is, if you ask, and, and this is actually interesting industry wide, if someone would ask, like, hey, hey, Matt, why, why should I work with you? If you actually answered that question, um, which you do all the time, if you go home and think about it, a lot of agents say the same thing, right? Yeah. You would answer, you know, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Yeah. And another agent, and so I call it the I work hard line, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I work really, really hard and care for my clients. Yeah, yeah. And then another guy comes in, no, no, I work way harder. Yeah, exactly. And I really care for my clients. Yeah. And then someone else comes in the third time and is like, no, no, I work the hardest. Yeah. And the clients that work with me are like family. Yeah. Most people who are listening and ask you that question don't care. Yeah. But if you're being asked why, like, why should I work with you? That's actually what your part of your value has been to get asked that question. Mm-hmm. When you started, no one was asking you <laughs> that question. Exactly. You built up a brand. You built up a name. You worked really hard and now people are asking, hey, Matt, like they're asking you for your advice. Yeah. And so that's something I tell new agents, right? You have to come up with a compelling story of why you. Yes. And it can't be you work hard and you do photos and you know the area. And, yeah, yeah. And, You know, I love new agents. where are like, I got my license because I love real estate. Yeah. You know, my old broker, me is like, when you show a house, you don't go, here's the walls and here's the ceiling and there's the door. That's not what makes you good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I watched this show and I just, you know, I, I was part of the buying process and I love it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. It's how many people can you speak to, you know, that whole thing. And so for new agents, think of an an angle of why you, um, why does one, someone want to ask you about real estate or why does someone want to talk to you about real estate, um, putting up, you know, I make fun of it, but I always tell my agents to do it too, putting up the modeling shoot of yourself. Is it's part of a branding strategy, yeah. but that's not what makes you money,
0: right? Yeah. And so that that's my long winded answer for new agents. No, I agree fully with that. Yeah. Especially nowadays with uh, all the reach you can get organically out there. Um if you are telling a story, it resonates with so many people. Hundred percent. And just like you said, like they may see the stake today, but it's just like now they've that seed is planted, commercial, Adam. Next year, looking for that commercial, revert yeah. back to Adam, and you know?
1: And sometimes it takes years, right? And sometimes it takes, like I've worked with new agents that there's an agent that's top 10 at one of the biggest Canadian uh, brokerages that I train new. And if you ask her, she'll credit me and I laugh. I like, you know, I gave that to 2000 agents, half of them probably don't even work anymore. Yeah, It's not that it's, you know, Sometimes it's it's just the, at the right time, at the right place, but it's really a special person. This business is super tough. Yeah, right. It it's highly, highly competitive. The reason why agents get in the business is why they fail. They want the freedom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They want to work for freedom, mm-hmm. and the freedom is what eats you up and kills you in this yeah. business. And uh, it's interesting. It's, the one thing about our industry, there's no day the same. Right? No, there's always not. something I always new. That. Right? That's what I love about it. Though. I love it, too. Yeah, I love it, too. It's always Wake some up, sort of new story. Let's and, go. Yeah. And uh, and I always get challenged, right? Like agents always challenge me too about what works, what doesn't work. I love it because mm-hmm. I'm always asking myself, like, what's the next? What's the newest yeah. thing? Like, just because I had success last year with this doesn't mean I'll have it with
0: the following year. And yeah. always thinking ahead. Yeah, you're special breed, man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <funny>. Definitely <laughs> are. So as we uh, near the end here, yep. Um, I always ask all my agents. Uh, it's just super super curious and feel like it's a question we all ask out there but market prediction um I like to get everyone's input okay let's say for the next year or two obviously we don't have a crystal ball most yeah. famous thing ever but uh what do you think is going to happen I, I'm going to give you a really
1: bad answer okay. okay um it comes from scars from how I was trained okay I, I I've never tried to predict uh, okay cool cool this is my line when someone asks me yeah. If I knew how to read the future, yeah. I'd go to Vegas and play roulette. Yeah, yeah. I would know where it's going to land, and I would put my chips on, on that number. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. Yep. It means 0 mm-hmm. um, The market is wild, as, as we know. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe in cycles. Okay. Um, I think everything is cyclical. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think everything lasts forever having said that, do I think there's some sort of crazy crash that's coming? You'd have to have a follow up and go like, what would make that crash? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, people talk about rates. Mm -hmm. Here's my long winded answer. We see like 40 offers on a property for one property. So if rates were to go up, how many of those buyers are out? Let's say 20. Yeah. Now there's still 20 buyers okay. for every property, and so we we have, in my opinion, we we have a supply and a demand problem. Yes, that's very um, true, and I don't think it's a one solution fits all. Would rates going up calm it down? Probably a little bit. Mm. Um, a lot of things can happen that can shift the market. I don't think the narrative of "buy now, you'll never get in." I don't I don't believe that. Yeah, um, but. In twenty years from now, do I mm. think real estate will be more than today? Yeah, I do. And yeah. so I tell people, if you're buying, I, I don't sell, but I tell people, you know, if you're buying to f- make a quick flip, you run risk. Yes, risk very, of the market. Always, always. Um, if you're buying to never sell, I think you're going to do really, really, <laughs> really well. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> I know that didn't predict anything, and I know that. No, was I, a that, answer, I, I love that. But, I love that perspective. But, I love uh, it. I'm, I'm very similar. I, to. I don't. I don't predict the markets. I'll give you my quick in 2013 i thought the market was finished. Yeah. And so what do i know? You okay. know? So i've been wrong many many times before. I don't predict. Yep. I don't know. Um you manage day by day, you exactly. see. But i do think that everything is cyclical. I do think at some point we'll have a problem. I do think at some point, you know, uh debt's will be too high. I do mm-hmm. at some point think but over the long term, yep. which is probably how we were all taught, exactly. at some point to buy real estate. Um it's probably the best asset well i'm biased right and you're biased too uh, well I, agree. I mean i mean
0: more than more well, all than this one NFT person stuff saying i'd love that, to learn about right? it but i don't yeah. know
1: anything about it but it's probably one of the best assets i don't know a lot of them so it's the, one of the only ones i really know and yeah i believe in it and i and i think there's always could be problems in any market and that's why it's called a market exactly, exactly. it goes up and down and we haven't seen a lot of down we, we haven't i've been in the business almost 20 years i haven't seen hardly any down a little mm-hmm. bit of you know, in 2008,
0: a little, little, little like dip, yeah. like a in like a, like a, like
1: 2008, there was a little problem. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't really a drastic issue. Exactly. for us. And then in '17, when government and, and you know, there could always be stuff, but long term, I good. think if someone is out there listening and thinking like, "I'm going to wait for the market, I don't think that that's been a good strategy for a 100 years, agreed. And so, but when is the best time? If you're trying to time it, you'll never win. Exactly.
0: And I've learned that too. Right. You'll never time the bottom. Ever. Yeah. Never. So that's my long winded out there. Long winded shitty answer. Listen to Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. Great answer. But man, we can go all day. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's been, it's been an awesome time. If, uh, for all of those who maybe want to learn more about Rare and yourself. Yeah.
1: I think uh, Rare, uh, check out our Instagram Check out my Instagram. Go to our website, rarerealestate.ca estate. Um, ca, and yeah. What's the rare Instagram?
0: Uh, rare real estate. Right? Simple yeah. enough. And rare yours? real estate. Mine's Adam Stern. Yeah, just S- simple enough. Simple enough. We're gonna post everything in the bio, guys. So all everything's in the links. Yeah. Uh, Want to learn
1: more? And Matt, th- thank you for having me. You've done a uh, incredible job with your own brand, personal branding. Appreciate that. You've been in the business like a minute. Uh, from from and you've done a really good job. And people, your name comes up. We, this is the first time we've met. Yeah. Um, although I've known of you, and we have, you know, your Marina and through Marina and stuff like that. But you've done a really good job. So appreciate that uh, you should your your future is super bright, and
0: you should keep on doing what you're doing. Awesome, from the future thinking guy. <laughs> that, that means from a lot. From the dreamer, I'm living. <laughs> there in you the go. World. Yeah. <laughs> that means that means the most. I so appreciate, it, man. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for, for coming me, man. on. Cool. And to everyone out there, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers.